How's it going, everybody? My name is John from Podbean and Podcasting Smarter. On this episode, I'll be speaking with Vimal Parker, marketing manager with Slalom's global marketing team and the orchestrator of Slalom's internal podcast, Slalom on Air. We'll be speaking about how Slalom has implemented podcasting into their organization, as well as how they've cultivated a culture around the company's podcast. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Podcasting Smarter, the podcast for and by podcasters. We interview podcasters for the real scoop on podcasting. Whether you're thinking about starting a podcast or have been podcasting for years, you'll find lots of inspiration, valuable lessons, and tips in our interviews. This podcast is brought to you by Podbean. Please visit podbean.com, the home for podcasters. Vimal, I'm so excited to speak to you today. Thank you so much for making the time. Hey, I'm glad to be here, John. Thanks for having me. With all of the different internal communications tools available to businesses, what was the catalyst for Slalom to say, we'd like to consider implementing podcasting into our internal communication strategy? Yeah, what a great question. You know, so I, I would say the catalyst was that we were growing really, really fast across all of our markets and really quite frankly, across the world. And we were looking for a way to connect, you know, all of our teams, share our stories, our impact in our own voices, which by the way is our tagline. Um, but ultimately we wanted to connect our people and, and share our knowledge. So, but the whole thing about it was that we wanted it to be personal. So that's, basically how the podcast uh, originated. The internal communications podcast that you've had uh, from our conversations has really been a big impact on the company. What are some examples of how Slalom has used podcasting internally? Yeah, so we have a ton of different channels, or I guess you could call them flavors of stories. For example, we have something that's called Wins to Know. It's a channel where we share all of our recent wins across the company. We work with account leads to share how we partner with our clients to solve their biggest and hairiest challenges. We have a leadership series where we actually share our company strategy. We have a raising your voice channel or theme focused on all topics related to inclusion and diversity. So you could say basically we have tons of stories for 8,000 plus employees to listen to. And may <laughs> I add, we have hand-selected particular episodes from all of these that we share with new joiners. So even before you start your first day at Slalom, we do share a few episodes that say, hey, this is a little bit about us. Get to know us. Feel comfortable uh, before you even start. Basically helps them get a feel for us, but also helps them hit the ground running on day one. I think that like you said, using podcasting to onboard and introduce uh, new employees and new people can not be understated. I think it's such a powerful tool to be able to create this space where it's, it's a little bit more enjoyable. It's a little bit more uh, relaxed yeah. and loose. And even though you're using it for an internal communications use, there's no reason why podcasting can't follow the uh, public-facing mediums that we're all familiar and accustomed with to create that kind of enjoyable experience. Oh, I totally agree. 100%. You spoke about the leadership podcast that you have. Can you go over that a little bit too? Because one thing that I've really uh, seen a lot of companies 
really strive to do is create a voice, not just for uh, employees, but also for leadership to deliver different sorts of communication, whether that be company initiative, as you said, wins across the company, uh, specific opportunities. I think that that's a real stronghold of having podcasting. Definitely. So the leadership strategies are really amazing. You know, you find a topic like, you know, sharing what the president of our company has to say, or when we wanted to share the people strategy, um, our new chief diversity officer is starting with us at Slalom. And we're really excited about sharing her vision with the company. So having our leaders lean in and be involved in um, sharing their perspectives is a tremendous uh, lift and asset to, to all of us. It really helps to inform our company. And I, I find that particular series it hits a home run when it comes to downloads and listens. In what ways have you seen podcasting bolster and foster communication across the company? Great question. You know, John, I feel that our people walk, talk, and engage with our clients, you know, their prospects, their families, their friends, each and every day talking about slalom. They are our brand ambassadors, right? So I really can't think of a more powerful voice than the voice of our own people. So yeah, to your question, I, mean, I feel like we are accelerating connections across Slalom. Knowledge is power, right? So our podcast helps to accelerate those connections. Has your company converted to podcasting as the go-to solution at the company, or is it being partnered with other internal solutions mediums as well? You know, email, carrier pigeon, if you would like, uh, but really, what <laughs> of, is it the go-to, or has it uh, been, let's say, amalgamated with the other media within Slalom as well? Yeah, you know, John, I'd say that as a company, we have tons of mediums that we use to share like internal communications, right? But what I, I would say for our stories, specifically our stories, I think we use um, this podcast forum as one of the primary ways to share our stories across all of our organization. Because our consultants are so busy, um, I think the podcast medium allows them to stay connected and informed about what we're doing while they're not in front of their computers, right? Consultants and and many of us, right, love those power walks and getting out, getting some exercise, getting away from their computers, getting a cup of coffee, maybe even when their head's down on delivery, they have the opportunity to plug in and listen on their headphones about some of the stories that we have across the company while staying connected and working. I love that you discussed the mobility of podcasting. Even if you're, for example, watching a video on YouTube, you know, a lot of people will, let's say if they're at the gym or on a walk or, you know, in the car, a lot of people will play these video podcasts, but really it's more that's the medium that the podcast is on at that time. Really what they're doing is they're just listening to the audio. So as you said, it's regardless of the mediums that you listen to podcasts with, the majority of podcasting and the thing that makes it a great solution is the ability that you can listen to it anywhere on the go. And as you said, you now have the ability to not just listen to a presentation being delivered to you in the moment. You can now, anywhere you are, any action you're doing, you can really access this content really easily. We're talking about how engaging and mobile of a medium it is. The one thing that we still have to do is we still have to produce the content. We still have to create the stories. We still have to hit the record button. We still have to have the gear in order to do so. Uh, So I wanted to ask you, Vimal, who creates the content and who produces the content 
at the company for the different channels that you have? When it comes to creation, we have a storytelling team uh, in Solemn that collaborates on stories that would make, you know, for a great episode, for a great podcast story to share. So we, we meet, we get together. Uh, once we hear about it, we track down the individual or the teams that are driving the, the story to learn more. And you know what? I'm kind of known as a stalker within Solemn. So once I hear <laughs> about you, <laughs> once I hear the good word, I'm like, ooh, I want to go after that story. Um, you know, I reach out and ask them, you know, are you interested? Would, be, when, would this be something that you, you know, would be okay with actually doing as a recording? So we have an exploratory conversation and basically a pre-interview, if you will. Um, and then together we come up with what are the right questions? You know, what's the script? We don't want to overscript, but we also don't want anyone coming in kind of wide open saying, oh yeah, let's just do it on the fly. Maybe just a little bit of a script. So we have some questions that we kind of narrow it down to and then really trying to make sure that the story is relevant, right? And the questions are relevant to their story. So once we do all of that, um, we record. After we record it, uh, we work with others in the global marketing team to help spread the word, right? It's one thing to get a great story recorded. It's another to share it and promote it. So it's a, it's a, it's a large team that helps to lean in and, and make these uh, get out the world. And I love the fact that you continue to highlight that word story and storytelling. With podcasting, that's what the medium, in my opinion, is really designed to do. It's really designed to give you an outlet, whether it's for training, internal communications, whether it's for public, whatever the case may be. The medium is very storytelling based. And it sounds like going into any of these interviews, any of these podcasts, that storytelling is a big staple of your content production. Now, when we talk about the content being created, you actually just touched on it uh, briefly here. But once we have the content created, once we have it developed, the next thing is making sure that our employees and our workforce is aware that we have this content here. We want to do the best that we can to deliver the message that, hey, we have a brand new podcast, or in your case, hey, a seasoned podcast here. So once the content is created, how does the company create the awareness and engagement in the workplace around new content being released? Now, before we continue with this question here, I have been in contact with Shannon since my time here with Podbean. What she's always said is that Slalom takes a lot of different steps to make sure that people knew before time that the podcast was coming. And now that the podcast is here, letting people know that new episodes are here. And not only that, but hey, the company has a podcast. So it sounds like uh, you and your company do a great job at communicating that across the board. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice to hear. I'm so glad that she said that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did. You know, it's interesting. For the first year that when we um, launched Solemn on Air internally, we knew deliberately and intentionally that it was going to be about, you know, letting folks know that we have a podcast initially. So it was all hands on deck about getting the word out that we have it, shouting it from the rooftop, you know, within all the markets, right? Asking our GMs and our, you know, our champions to, you know, get on board, tell the their markets, tell others about it, share it, promote it within Solemn. Um, so I'd say the first year was really about building the brand for Solomon Air. And then uh, it became more about the content now. So we wanted to get, now that you have the app and now that you're aware that we have it, let's start listening to some stories and making it a habit. And that was really where I think the last six months has been incredible for getting the word out. We work with the, the hosts 
because we have several as well as guests that we collaborate with and say, okay, we've got this great story, but we also need your help to get the word out. So we do meet with the teams before we actually even finalize the episode and we go through, hey, who could benefit? Who from you know your orbit would want to hear the story? And so we do have a pre-identified group of individuals and teams across the company that we turn to when the episode is final. And then we create a big buzz around it. We ask them to send out emails within their office to announce an episode in their local town halls. We ask them to um, mention it in a meeting that point to the app and point to the story. So it's a really big effort. Um, it, like I said before, it's great to have a great episode, but it's another to get that word out about it. So that's probably equally as challenging and fun. One thing I want to highlight too is the fact that you said a lot of what you do also is reaching out to the leaders of the different parts of the organizations too, to champion letting their team know that there's new content out. Um, a lot of companies tend to release content on a schedule, but when it comes to letting the rest of a team know, the fact that you do take that initiative to have your leaders to say, look, we want you to let your team know that there is new content being released and there's a new story that I think they would really benefit from hearing. The fact that you're giving the onus to uh, select people in the company initially to disperse that, I think that's an opportunity for a lot of different companies. The thing is, again, everybody has so many different tasks, so many different things, and outside of that, so many different lives that we all lead. So really being able to not just champion it from the top, but even the top of the individual parts of the organization, I think that's such a smart strategy that you do. Well, thank you. You know, I do think that we used to, to go down the, the path of like global emails, global emails, and then I started to really look at the analytics and I was like, you know, I love that these global emails are going out. It's amazing for visibility purposes, but there's nothing more powerful than when someone forwards an episode to you and says, Hey, have you had a chance to tune in to this? This is powerful. So having folks rally around a particular episode and spread the word to their own orbit, I think that just multiplies. For you, Vimal, what have been some of the benefits that you've seen from using podcasting as an internal solution? There's so many different ways to say, to answer that. There's so many benefits, I should say. I think when we first started it, it was really about, you know, the commute listener, right? Because across all of our markets, we're in the car a ton. And so our focus was, hey, you know, let's capitalize on the time when you're in your car or in transit. Nowadays, it's, it's equally as important, but I would say the benefits have evolved to being this just-in-time, on-demand uh, medium. You know, you're going into, you know, on a Zoom call with a client or you're about to speak to your project team and you want to get up to speed on a certain topic, certain client. You want to learn a little bit more about a win that we recently had and you need to be prepared. So, hey, use the search function uh, feature and let's find a story that you can tune into. So I think that on-demand, just-in-time aspect is a huge benefit. The fact that you know it's, it's super easy to consume and super convenient is awesome. And I'd probably say at the top of all of that is that I really love that it's personal. I love hearing the voices of our people because it really gives you insight about who they are, how they work, and, and makes you just want to reach out to them to learn more. And building connections is really what this is all about. Now, what have been some of the hurdles with implementing podcasts and what steps did your team take to mitigate these issues? So I think when it comes to hurdles, um, maybe the top 
one that comes to mind is really is, is the host and the guests jiving together right? You want, sure. you want this feel of connection between you, you, you almost want to feel like you're, you're sitting in, uh, I don't know, a coffee shop and you're listening to two individuals that are having a relaxed and joyful and, and you know, a casual conversation. And I love, love that. And, but when you hit the record button and you literally say, okay, we're on, um, even if they have this great relationship, sometimes what happens is we get kind of stoic. And then we end up getting into the read zone where they're reading a script. And, and sometimes that, that flavor of personality um, just doesn't come through. So a lot of times we, we try to do prep calls um, and try to get some icebreakers in so that we can get more of a relaxed feel uh, before we actually schedule the, and actually before we actually record. I think that what you said where you take this opportunity to do test calls and get people comfortable with sitting down and recording. Um, even something as small as just doing a quick test to make sure that they're comfortable speaking into a mic, uh, things like that can really just alleviate that pressure. It's amazing. You know, I, I have found that if you do a prep call before the recording, maybe like two or three days before, you, you get a feel for, hey, this is the kind of conversation and the dialogue that we want to have. But then you give them a day or two to it, where it still feels fresh when you actually record. You're not like repeating yourself, but at the same time, it gives you a chance to uh, allay some of those discomforts, right? So that's probably been the golden nugget. Um, and and I want to add that one of the best parts that I do find is the most relaxing of any of our recordings is that we always ask um, at the end of a story. Uh, what's the theme song that they feel best represents their story? And so when you ask a question like that, you truly get people to smile on the other end because now they're having to be creative. And so hearing them laugh, trying to think of a theme song, and then we typically play that song as our outro. So folks have now become familiar with Solomon Air for the reasons of what's that person's theme song going to be. So. <laughs> so, you know, by design now, I have to ask you what your theme song would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I deserve that. <laughs> well, would, yeah. So <laughs> my theme song uh, is probably definitely would not be um, Don't Stop Believing by Journey because that seems to be what everyone likes to pick for theirs. So I've eliminated that option uh, for, for mine as well. But I'd probably say Headstrong by Track. I like the Eye of the Tiger one too. The Eye of the Tiger one is a, a perfect theme song. It gets everybody really just in the mode, in passioned and emblazoned to do great things. So all of those are great. Journey, I'll, I'll always go on Journey too, but Headstrong is a great one. So if another business is considering bringing podcasting into the workplace, what is a piece of advice that you'd like to offer them in support of internal podcasting? I think a lot of corporations who are looking or businesses of any size who are looking to bring podcasting in may see it and they go, oh, it's great. But there's no way that I can do that with the technology. There's no way I can do where, you know, as does the hosting company really understand that you don't need all that much to get started. Really, you can start podcasting with something as simple as an iPhone or an Android and a pair of headphones and create really high quality content. But what's a piece of advice that you would like to offer to different businesses for bringing podcasting into the workplace? Yeah, John. So I think as I look back, um, I think one of the biggest uh, learnings for me and, and advice that I would give to others is really just, you know, have a clear mission um, and purpose for your podcast. 
like why, like why are you making this, right? So maybe even identify it, even drill down more is what's the problem that we're trying to solve? Uh, and, and if you stay clear to that, like you literally get a piece of paper out and write it down and also at the very bottom of it, say, well, how are we going to measure the success of it when we're asked about it, you know, three months down the line or maybe, you know, a year out afterwards, how are we going to measure success? I think if you have that piece of paper and you can always come back to it, I think it makes you feel like you're hitting the mark and it continues to be your North star. The purpose part is so, so important because again, with podcasting being such an effective tool, I think a lot of corporations, a lot of businesses now are starting to look at podcasting and saying, yeah, we want to bring that in. But there still is, as with anything, as with any initiative, whether it be bringing in a podcast or launching even a new product within a company, you need to have, like you said, that focus and you need to know why this product is going to be something that people want to engage with one way or another. Uh, Being able to come in and say, we are going to have podcasting as part of our organization because we believe that it is the best way to connect people. It's the best way to, as you've discussed throughout this interview, really share the stories in an emotive, meaningful, engaging way. That to me is one of the biggest things you can have, that purpose. Um, For training purposes, same thing. This may be the way that we want to deliver training. This may be the the way that we want to make sure that our employees are able to get all of this different content in a way that suits them using a medium that they're already familiar with. Um, That purpose can't be understated enough. And I use that term understated because, again, I think that goes with, as we talked about, any sorts of new initiative that you bring into your organization. I totally agree. Well said, John. Well said. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Well, Vimal, I thank you so much for making the time to chat with me today. Um, There's so much here that I think is really going to benefit anybody looking to bring podcasting into the workforce. Again, Vimal is such a positive force in the uh, world of business and the industry. And having your words and having your advice, I am I know I am, and I know that anybody listening to this is going to be super appreciative to listen to this, and there's a lot of valuable stuff. So once again, I thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me, John. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for joining us for Podcasting Smarter. You can check our show notes at podcast.podbean.com for links and details. Please like our podcast, leave your comments, and help us spread the word to other podcasters so we can bring you more great episodes with podcasting tips and inspiration from fellow podcasters. If you want to connect with other podcasters or get interviewed on this podcast, please join our Podcasting Smarter Facebook group. We look forward to welcoming you to the community. Happy podcasting!